Warning, the podcast you are about to listen to is performed by professionals, so for your safety and protection of those around you, do not attempt any of these stunts or reviews. You've been warned. (laughs) This week we review Jackass Forever. <laughs> I am so excited. I, I, I know you are. Tell them how we got here. Dude, okay. First of all, I love this series. Uh, a little bit about it, directed by Jeff Tremaine. He did pretty much, he was the director through like all of Jackass, the TV shows, all the, all the movies, Dick House Productions, which that production company has Oscar nominations. <laughs> but you didn't know that. Naturally. Uh, well, I, I knew it did from this, right? Nope. I, not really? from this. Not from this. Nope. Oh, my God, because NPR loved this movie. NPR but, did love this movie, which is a which not is weird. the crowd <laughs> expected right. to, to enjoy this movie. But they so they did, like, uh, the Bad Grandpa movies, and that was nominated mm. for an Academy Award for Best Makeup. But, but they lost. Yeah, but they yeah, still... But, they but still that means get, someone was lost to Dick House production. That's and they still they still get the laurel. They still, they still <laughs> can put... You know, when you look at Bad Grandpa, this is a... Oscar. All the respect. Was there anyone but this guy that directed anything? Or was there like a second most director, like in a Twilight Zone situation? So the other person uh, who has directing credits involving Jackass... Mm-hmm. Is an Academy Award winner. <laughs> Wait, is this a spoiler? Me no. Asking this? Okay, yeah. no, this is true. Spike Jones. Oh, right. Yeah. Naturally. Okay. Yeah, Spike Jones, who's been with the Jackass series since its conception in, uh, I believe, the year 2000, uh, who won, which is funny because the movie he won uh, his Oscar for was the best screenplay for her. Right. So when you watch her, <laughs> this guy also directed some other stuff, right. which is not in the same vein as a slow kind of burning. So like in a sports analogy, like if you're starting an NBA team today and you had yes. to get like get one player to start, like if you were starting a studio today and you one stable of directors, Dick House Productions is a viable because it's got not bad. No, it's got a strong stable of directors. Yeah, well. and and creative <laughs> cr- creatively, like it. even when they did the third Jackass movie, they invested in. Um, I believe the the cameras were called the, uh, a Phantom Phantom cameras, oh, and they right. shot at like an incredibly fast frame rate. So right. you know they they were oh sort God. of they were they're, they're sort of in the same realm as a I'm, as a James Cameron. I'm so <laughs> excited about all of this. If you if you will, things I'm learning. Good. Um, okay, so first I just got to yes. I got I just got to spill my heart out for the for the Jackass series. That yes. that series hit right at the right age for me young young adolescent who just thought it was the funniest thing in the world <laughs> right i thought it was i i mean you couldn't have you couldn't convince me there was anything funnier than, than jackass or the <laughs> totally see that. yeah and wait how did it first arrive what was your first experience of jackass was it the show was it a movie it was, was it marketing was, was it it was the all rumors? the all the news channels and like joe lieberman trying to <laughs> cancel it like that's how i that's how i discovered it i actually that's why i asked i you. actually that's amazing i remember <laughs> i remember the news story um oh my god i remember the news story playing there was a bunch of kids in their backyard they kept running to the camera and going jackass and then one of them <laughs> sat on a lit grill <laughs> and got like really burnt and me and my friends were like, well, we got to check this show out. <laughs> Plus, it was, all, it was like MTV when MTV was still, MTV right, was still right. relevant and cool at that sure, time. Sure, sure, sure. Um, so that, yeah, that that's was, amazing. Your path to Jackass was Joe Lieberman. That's perfect. And there's okay. two, and there's two, <laughs> there's two uh, 
two lanes to this. So mm-hmm. Jackass was uh, its own thing that was sort of like Giant Knoxville and um, all the, all those cats. But then over on the East Coast, over in Philadelphia, uh, Bam, uh, uh, Bam Margera, who was a skater, who was not in this new one because after his friend who died, Ryan Dunn, he's been yes. going through like rehab and a bunch of shit. They were doing these movies called uh, the CKY movies, mm-hmm. and if you don't, if you're not familiar with that CKY, which I love that it was also a band, stands for Camp Kill Yourself, based off of Sleepaway Camp. Mm-hmm. So it, this it's it's got this weird horror <laughs> thing into it. Um, but we used to watch the CKY movies, and I loved like eighth sure. grade me listening to CKY. I listened to all those albums: Infiltrate, wow. Rebuild, Destroy, and their first one. I forget what the first one was called, but it had like. The the riffs on that was were so great, and, right. and the band itself was, was killer. Because right. I remember on their website they had Ask CKY, and I remember I asked them two questions and they answered both of them. So it was like the first time like I got to interact with an artist. And so that's amazing. So the CKY movies they would do very similar jackass things, like uh, you know they would put their friend in like you know some kind of trash can and roll them off a roof. Right. And, but then right. they would play they would play like CKY's music and a bunch of underground stuff. Um, so, so that's your association. These are the two lanes that are getting you. That's amazing. Yeah, okay. and the CKY movies felt really, really underground because, right? like, they. I remember you had to like they would only have like. Well, anytime one of you them have to at- acronym something to just talk about it, you know, something fishy is going on. Yeah, totally. Yeah, no. So we, I mean, we really like love these movies, right. and even going back to the first Jackass movie, mm-hmm. I remember. I was thinking about this today before we recorded. Like, I remember I got the movie, and I remember I watched it probably three or four times in a row, mm-hmm. and. I remember watching it with the guy. Like, I used to, it was weird. I was in like sixth grade and I used to love watching mo- the, the DVD commentaries. Like I used to yeah. re- love watching it, which is kind Sometimes of like the best, better than what's. On and it's almost right. sort of a lost thing. I kind of, I kind of miss it now, but I remember where I was. I remember the time of day. I remember the weather outside. <laughs> I remember I got, I was, I remember I, I, I forget. I, I was maybe 11. I remember I got new curtains and they were these like dorky looking blue flame curtains. I remember how they smelled. I remember the smell is, I remember having my window open. My neighbors got back from the mall and their family got them two wow. cell phones from the cricket kiosk. Oh, and I remember telling them like, Hey, I'm on my third view watching of it. And they were like, okay. And then they went on to do whatever. And I was just like laughing it up, having just like the best time. I remember. I like that you, I like you, you communicated retro, even though they had their new phones. You're like, I was we still window. shout. I was out the window like, ah. Right. Um, Perfect. But like, just how, inf- I was thinking about how influential these yeah. movies were. And not in the sense that like, you know, like we did like pranks and like, you know, shot mm-hmm. at each mm-hmm. other and <laughs> did all this other stuff. But like, right. like the, the culture around it was so influential yep. growing up. Like I rem- like I just watched um, a 30 minute video about Andrew WK. He's a rock star mm-hmm. who did, uh, he had an album, uh, I get wet, which was like a great party rock anthem. And now he does like stuff with like suicide prevention and like all this other mm-hmm. like great stuff. Mm-hmm. He did uh, that. His song, we want fun was the song that they did for Jackass on the DVD. And I remember watching that song uh... over and over again. So you had the CKY, you had that like really cool octave guitar melody type of stuff. You had the, the you got more letters. WK. Yeah, you got Andrew WK. Everything's acronymed with these with this group of people. I don't know. What, it's I don't, awesome. Tell I don't know you. what it is. Right. But like even like the CKY movies and the Jackass movies brought in um, just a whole bunch of music. And I was at that age where at, you know you're still mm-hmm. kind of morphing your taste. And so like even thinking back earlier. Um, 
at the ending of Jackass One, they the very first song they play is Hybrid Moments from the Misfits. Mm-hmm. That kicked off me loving the Misfits. Right. That kicked off me oh. loving the horror punk side of things of and getting into people wearing Lane of the Makeups and of playing course. rock and roll. And then I remember learning Hybrid Moments on the guitar. And then I remember the next song they played on the credits was CKY's song Flesh into Gear. I remember my guitar teacher teaching me how to play Flesh into Gear. I remember having to go out and get a Boss octave pedal <laughs> so I could get the same tone that they were going for on those albums like dude everything you just said is on the warning label to not consume the misfits if you're ever gonna possibly be a musician <laughs> like this might happen to you it all it all happened which is amazing but like it's just wild to me that like how i was it, just, it blew my mind because like you know i was watching it when we so when we watched <laughs> not to go too far off but like i have to spill my <laughs> no, yeah. this is the this only is, opportunity i'm no. probably gonna get to like Let's talk do, about no, like how influential is, and amazing this is the good stuff how amazing it was my dick house productions have more oscars go um but even like i was i was on my walk today before he came over it was because it's we're you know we're in la and it was in something like 96 98 degrees outside mm. i went I, and i first went on my walk today yeah first time in a while but really hot and i was like you know i want to go out there you know warm up the muscles loosen yeah. up before we record and then i remembered in one of the old cky videos they were a little more raunchy than the sure because they, they were young kids doing cra- incredibly crazy things they even made a feature-length film called haggard which wasn't good but it was so fun to watch um i love those and hail Ratma. there was a uh there was a it might have been in pennsylvania where i, I feel like Ratma would be in like westchester pennsylvania um but there was a guy named uh, his name was rav himself and he was a cameraman in jackass forever which is great because he was a main player in the cky movies doing a bunch of like oh, awful cool. shit. so it's glad that he's behind the right. camera now but george carlin had a bit saying you know you've never seen someone running full speed and taking a shit Rav himself took it upon himself <laughs> to fill himself full of laxatives, run and take George a shit. George Carlin has been proven wrong. And, and then, but then, we we got into George Carlin, right? And right. So like all, like all the avenues of like stand up comedy, That's uh, crazy. you know, even fashion. Like they had like the, the cool skate shoes, and like they just they just you know, Johnny Knoxville had this rock star look to him. Yeah. And then the music side, there's well, there all was these there was that, and there was also so I you know I sometimes it's as much how you do something as what you do what you might even be doing is wrong which i don't think what they're doing is wrong but it could even be wrong but your presentation of it is more important so there's this there's this guy famous guy once in europe in like the napoleon times 1800s who said um anyone who lives past the age of 35 is a rascal or is, is a scoundrel, right? <laughs> and it, became, it became a famous quote. Like anyone who was, and Napoleon thought that too. He's like, I got to conquer everything because by 35, you're dead. Like, that's it. Like, whatever. And even the guy saying it knew it wasn't true. It was the attitude he said it with, right? right. And Jackass was one of those rare things that, that had an attitude that was actually dangerous, right? Actually more complicated than it seemed on the surface. Actually more well thought through than people were giving it credit for. But actually still capable of being dangerous right right? which i think that part of it is just as it infiltrated the culture in what we would call vibes now i guess but like in that way too because people were like oh shit we got to be dangerous that's way more work now (laughs) right and you saw other people scramble to try to like for you while they were having their influence so but yeah no i just i just had to get that that off. (laughs) no that's amazing out of my out of my system because i i don't know there's still music i listen to that like i discovered through jackass today that like i still just really really quite enjoy so that brings us to jackass (laughs) forever the fourth movie and dude dick house productions is kind of like a little 
Mini Empire. Like they had spinoffs of their show. So they mm-hmm. had Jackass that ran for three seasons, and then the most two po- the two most popular shows that my group of friends watched were Viva La Bam and Wild Boys. One of them was about Chris Pontius and Steve-O going to like random jungle areas and doing crazy shit, which like it's it's like like it took you to like these vast regions. Um, so I love it. Jackass forever. <laughs> Nothing to not love in that. Nothing. Yeah. Right. Um, so where did we leave off in Jackass 3? What was the last time we had seen these people? Oh, geez. I don't even remember. Oh, I just, re- I, just, a while. I just remember. I actually, I remember. It's <laughs> funny. I think I got dumped after watching Jackass oh, 3. Christ. Yeah, dude. I think I got dumped. I remember I was dating a girl. We saw Jackass. And then I think it was when, I think it was when Obama won his re-election. Oh, my God. It was Obama Romney. Okay. And then Obama won. And right. I remember, I remember she was acting really weird. And I was <laughs> <laughs> she was acting real weird <laughs> went home and then she called me and she was like i think we have to break up and i was like all right i don't know which had more impact obama or jagas in what transpired in your relationship i have a feeling it's probably <laughs> half and half <laughs> i have a feeling it's probably <laughs> half and half okay so okay so here we are now this the jagas for and i haven't i haven't watched i haven't watched like you know, I haven't gotten nostalgic till they go back and watch any clips. So it's been a right. while since I've I've seen any of this. Right. I How can... around are they before this movie launches? Not the marketing, but like, w- w- is there o- other ongoing Jackass stuff, or is the whole franchise pretty? Quiet? A lot of it is quiet um, before this launch. No. So so, Johnny Knoxville has uh, had a couple of movies. He had the that Action Park movie, which has a couple members of Jackass. Right. Okay. Which um, was great. Um, never really had like jackass quality type stuff. A lot of them, like Steve-O, for example, I guess he, uh, he's, he's gotten his life together. Like, I guess, I guess it was pretty much a shambles. So now he has like a really like great podcast and all this other stuff. So so they're still, they've still kind of maintained a little, so so their hands are in a little bit, but it's not like, like if this, this movie hits the way it does and as good as it is about to, we're about to talk about it is mm-hmm. right. Then that that's cool that this is the way they re-enter the, the conversation, which is what I love. Yeah. The Coen brothers do this. They vanish for a while and they come back with a banger. So, okay. So Jackass forever. What? So right off the bat, I completely forgot how all of Jackass is just like these little vignettes of skits. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Like, I mean, all of it is just that. But whenever like a skit cuts and it just kind of fades to black and then fades back up to another thing. I think right. when we were talking, I was thinking, I was like, I wonder if that's where like. If that's like where my love for like anthologies like came right. from. Anyway, or, 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 not, or, 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 or continue to like thrive because sure. Jag is just seriously is, is essentially just an anthology. <laughs> Of shitty ideas, <laughs> <laughs> you know, in no particular order. But great, yes, shitty ideas. I mean, like, shitty happening like, to you, right? Or, right. or there is actual shit involved, right? <laughs> so there's, or like someone decided, you know, you know, when you like, like you, you're, you're walking around, you're joking, like I, when, when I get reincarnated, I want to come back as. What would you say, like, just if, if you came back? No, you. If you were like, when I get reincarnated, what would you say, like, who would you, who would you pick? Who, who would I want to come yeah, back who as? Would you come back as? Uh, me with the same can I re- okay. <laughs> me with the same knowledge? I want to Dwight Schrute the answer. All right, I'll say Shakespeare. And I knew then, you were gonna say Shakespeare. Right? So, I would probably okay if I had to pick a real person. Rob Serling. Yeah, but he had to go through war. <laughs> he did. Sounds, I don't think you have to relive. You don't have to relive it. You do. Okay. Yeah, never mind. Leave okay. him alone. <laughs> you know, I, at least I get to talk. <laughs> Not though. him. He's the worst choice. <laughs> what was I? Thinking? I would just talk to my team like today on Halloween. <laughs> Nick and George talk about. <laughs> Guys in their in their fifties 
getting sling, slingshot and porta potties. <laughs> this is Jackass Forever. <laughs> That's my best rod. It's perfect. I would watch in a heartbeat. Okay. So it doesn't matter who you're not going to say is Wiley Coyote, right? Right. Because no one wants to come back as Wiley Coyote except for these people. Because right. they're not just hurting each other. They're hurting each other in Renaissance painting layout kind of ways. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's the thing. That's what, like you're saying, I remembered it being, for some reason, I remembered it being more narrow and focused on the damage is what I remembered. But there are set pieces here that, I mean, it was Team America meets like Citizen there was some, Kane. There were some great, there were some really great, great setups and even just looking at the cast like themselves like i think it's been a decade mm-hmm. since uh since i got dumped and and the whole jackass reddit thread are you getting i i i will say i thought a lot of the cast like still looked pretty good considering yes. all the amount of stuff that they've put themselves through like a, none of them look really none of them looked really bad i was like you guys you look pretty good i still. would look 15 years older tomorrow if that happened to me <laughs> it looked it looked pretty bad so the opening so one of the things with the jackass movies um is they usually have a very spectacular opening and a spectacular ending i thought the ending to this one wasn't uh, as high quality as like the last one. In fact, we were talking about. Oh my god, that's what I'm so glad I'm not as as connected to this as you are because I totally the ending was my favorite part. Of I, so I so I like the ending, mm-hmm. but just in comparison. So mm-hmm. like the ending of the third one is a musical, and they remember we were talking to Alex about <laughs> that. that. One I we seen. were talking to Alex. Was it Buster Keaton who did the house falling on him? Yes, Johnny Knoxville performs that at, exactly. for real, like like just like Buster Keaton did. Amazing. So it, it's not as highly polished as it. Right, but the op- the opening and the closing were still very funny, very thought out, and for our giant monster lovers, <laughs> I don't know if it's actually a the giant. Opening. I don't know if it's actually <laughs> it's a giant. It's not a giant. So uh, it's a quote Godzilla kind of <laughs> monster, green monster terrorizes the town. This is this. The You're wearing op- the lead. <laughs> the opening. Well, it's funny. This was actually directed by Spike Jones. Yes. This opening. Yes. Uh, it's not actually a man in a green monster suit. It is Chris Pontius's penis <laughs> painted green <laughs> with, with like eyes and stuff, and they are puppeteering it <laughs> to be terrorized through a town, intercut with the crew members of Jackass, like going through actual stunts. Like I think uh, Aaron, <laughs> Danger Aaron, I think gets tackled by <laughs> by this like huge football player dude. Oh uh, yeah, everything that happens is ten times better done than Birdemic. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, some people get uh, you know flown through. Uh, you know, uh, like an explosion's happening. Uh, everyone yeah. gets covered in Godzilla's love juice. Even yeah. t- Tony Hawk's in there too. Yeah. Randomly, he slips. Randomly. He slips on it. Uh, and then it ends with uh, Chris Pontius's penis getting bit by a turtle. Yeah, naturally. And because <laughs> yeah, or uh, what's, what's the what's the turtle in Godzilla? Uh, Gamera. Yeah, it's their it's their Gamera <laughs> biting biting Godzilla, but it just happens to be right. a grown man's penis, and it's horrifying. But actually, pretty well done. It it's really well like, shot. Like it's, I said, Baldemic is way better than anything. Like you see, way worse than that. And I'm pretty sure they shot that at the. Uh, <laughs> What is it? The Paramount lot 
It, so oh god! Because like, everyone in Paramount. Well, because uh, it looked because one of my first jobs I ever had in LA was working at the Cinegear Expo, which is where they show all the new cameras. And I remember some of those buildings, and it looked just like that. And I no was having care. flashbacks to, like my first gig no in shit. LA. But now I was looking at men getting covered in, in jism <laughs> <laughs> throughout How far it. we've come. Um, so the opening was 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 pretty good. Yeah, this jackass has a lot of lot lot more penises in this one. More, yes, more, more than your standard bold action jackass film. So there's a lot more nudity in this one. There is. Um, I love the ending. Are we talking about the ending? You said opening and ending. Let's okay. talk about. Let's talk about the ending. Just because. So the thing that I really fixated on here is that they should have that Johnny Knoxville should immediately be removed from here and put into the Sabrina universe as the devil. I mean, he, he would be is a better devil than than most people could play the devil. Right. And the fact that he can still work up that manic, like he's got an itch he has to scratch, excitement to inflict unpredictable pain <laughs> yeah. on people after doing it thousands and thousands of times. But the end is where it got really scary. Like, you, you don't want to see Johnny Dexville coming at you with yeah. that level because he disoriented them in such a unique way physically by putting him on that spinner wheel that it, they were in a physiological state of panic, which he knows like it's exquisite, <laughs> like Lucifer would do it. Right. So he's got him in this total state of mental disorientation that they've probably not faced in jackass universe in this level. Yeah. And then he changes it up with a completely different visual. So the four, Yeah. Right? So what they think it's four guys. I think right. there's a couple newcomers in this, in this movie who mm-hmm. I thought were really, really great. Right. Uh, essentially they're going to strap him into like this, like thing where it just spins him around and they're all going to try to chug milk eventually. And, and that's a classic jackass thing where mm-hmm. they would, cause everyone says it's impossible to drink a gallon of milk and they would, you know, in fact, even Matt, it was TV, almost myth bustering it until Halbrick. Yes. In fact, Matt TV even made fun of it where Will Sasso played Kenny Rogers. He was like, hi, I'm Kenny Rogers and this is jackass. <laughs> and then they tried to chug milk. No so shit. it's a classic. It's a, it's a, oh, wow. it's, an old, it's an old classic. That's a Will Sasso callback. All right. I love, yeah, he's great. And so they think that they're just going to eventually get spun up so fast that they're all dizzy and then vomit on each other. But that's not what's happening at all. The movies. They ending. pull the rug out from under them and then, right. And Stanley Kubrick's Paths of Glory breaks out. <laughs> it's, it's, it's what happens. Like 1917 deleted scene breaks out, but Johnny Knoxville style. And it's just glorious mayhem. But what I'm telling you is the thing that's crucial about this is how unexpected the visual of what's happening and how it transpires and then the panic that breaks out in the victims <laughs> like he's invented a new kind of a full-on army surrounds them with paintball guns and Wait. even a tank <laughs> with, like shooting like i don't know like tennis ball or something like like a high speed right but they can't get a good visual on anything that's happening because they're still spinning so they're just seeing war, I guess. Blurry and there's, war. And there's actual like explosions right? happening in That's the background. So they're 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 dizzy. Right. They're, they're covered in vomit. They're getting <laughs> shot at from all angles. Right. There's a tank shooting at right. them, and they can't see. And they're just hearing those sounds. And I'm telling you, you watch their faces. Johnny Knoxville invented a new kind of fear, which can't be easy to do at this point. <laughs> no. And my favorite part is one of like so they're, they're all like locked in. Yeah. Because you know? yeah. like they don't want them to go flying at that speed. They're getting you know they're getting spun at. Yeah. And, and all but one can't get. 
his thing out. <laughs> and one of the dudes runs back to help. And I just thought that was the most heroic thing it in the was, whole movie. It was he's like, he's like, I can't leave you here because he's just, he's just a, he's just a sitting duck yep. at that point. But the fact that he ran back there to save his boy totally. to get him out of there, I thought was, 100%. I thought was really great. And I think, I think that's why I love the ending. And I think I also, it's, it's also part of. That what you just said, the coming back is part of what I love about the ethic of the jackass crew. Like that part is interesting to me that they are so exposed to each other. There's no secrets. There's no nothing you don't know. No, you've about seen each other, everything. And you've seen each other in every possible situation. You know, in the dark night when when the Joker has to get out of the prison with verbally and he's just like, I, you know, I watched your friends die. Do you want to know which ones of them are cowards? <laughs> right. Like mm-hmm. he can rattle you like whatever. You can't rattle the jackass people to each other. They've been through everything you could throw at a human being. So they're super exposed to each other. And there's a super bond that comes with that that I find really interesting. That's I think that's part of the reasons why we really enjoy watching. Because like, when you're a kid and you're watching, like you almost like you see that camaraderie with them. And it's, right, it's the there's, Losers it's, Club straight up. It's infectious like, when it. you watch yeah, it. Yeah, totally. Like you, know, you, you, like, you just kind of like, man, I wish I had friends like that. You know, not, not like that, but you know, like close <laughs> like that. You know what I'm saying? Wish the devil was my friend. Um, so being a jackass movie, there's a lot of gross stuff in there. Yes. What Was there anything in there that wigged you out? Because there was one moment in particular where I gagged. No, there's nothing that wigged me out, per se. That's pretty hard to do to, to someone who's, like, watching Sallow and whatever. But it it did the accumulation of the visuals for this one was um it did it 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 gave the it gave the effect they were going for Mm -hmm. right like i felt like i needed a shower and i appreciate the jackass is like 4d or whatever (laughs) right like it's making you feel gross like right because the horror genre itself is is a special genre because it's heading at a root emotion that the other films can't really put those direct like electric voltage on right like mm-hmm. it's no way fear is so primal and like this one is first of all almost any pov from jackass you think someone's gonna die i actually i'm lying one moment did wake me out the time someone almost died it was the exploding chair mishap oh yeah did i misunderstand that or did we man almost die yeah no he, he <laughs> they said they said so the skit that george is talking about they basically set up musical chairs but what one of the chairs had you know some kind of like air cannon device that would send the person flying. Yeah. So there he Johnny Knoxville being the little devil he is, mm-hmm. they keep playing the music and they stop, and then like they all take a seat and they're waiting for it to blow up. But he makes them do it like three or four times. Well, okay. And- so what's happening is because clearly he knows which chair is going to blow up, and he's just going to say keep go. He's just going to musical chair until Wee Man ends up in the blow exploding chair. Well, no, that was the joke. Right, right, right. All of them exploded. <laughs> there wasn't one of oh, them. Yeah, oh, it's just all I didn't of, notice all of them. Yeah, dude, that was the joke. I just watched him go. Yeah, no, that was, I was so worried for him. that was the gag. Is that all of them blow? Up. It's just oh, that since shit. Wee Man, we, I missed the whole yeah, gag. He went. I only watched Wee Man. I was so worried. You know, he went. Yeah, so all of them blew up, but all the, all, the other, all the other guys, they, they probably went up in Nothing their seat happened. three feet. 
You know oh, what I mean? Shit. We man went flying behind the thing, lands in between all the chairs where like the air pumps were, <laughs> and they just put a lip blanket over it. There's no foam, no nothing. And then they pull the blanket over there and you hear Johnny Knoxville go, We didn't put any padding on it. <laughs> and he like lands on his head. Like it looked he like He was upside down when he went in there. He it looked like been... like a North Korean rocket test. Yeah, he <laughs> it did. It did. <laughs> yes. it, was, it went up and you thought, oh shit, and then it fell. And you're like, yeah, what are you gonna do? That's terrible. But I, the fact that it, the fact that they they showed the cut and it looked like the back of every carnival that ever set up in your city that you suspect <laughs> yeah. didn't have a permit. And you walked behind the scenes and looked at the gear. That's what it looked like down there. Yeah. It looked, he it went looked, flying into it yeah, at first. At first. It looked, <laughs> Other than that, nothing. Wigged me. It looked pretty bad. The one moment. Did something wake you up? Oh, dude, I, I gagged at one point. It was when oh, that's right. um, it was. <laughs> this is this part's really gross. So if you don't like gross shit, skip <laughs> ahead like that's a minute. Right. Yep. But it was when Chris Pontius randomly just took a swig out of the cup of pig semen. Like I, did, I did not expect that because in the second one he takes a shot of horse. <laughs> Of horse semen, <laughs> yeah. and it was a it was like a huge gag. I think I think, I, and I don't remember this. I have to rewatch it, but I think like his dad disowned him or something like that. Or like I, he, I think maybe he was just joking about it. But like I remember his some parental in his life was not happy about sure. it. Sure, um, right. But no, it's just like this big, gross like container of pig semen. He just takes a gulp of it, and I gag, <laughs> and I had to like I had to like look down because like it was so unexpected. It was one of those like like. Like, like you just feel it like in your actual throat, like your throat's trying to like throw up and you're like, don't, 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 don't Ralph, dude. Not during the movie. You know what's weird is I, I, I think, I think I knew right before he did it, he was going to do it. I wonder what the micro expressions are that give away <laughs> that you're about to, that, whatever. But like, yeah, it's, it was, that was among many terrifying moments. No, that, that, that part got me, uh, pretty bad <laughs> I did not, I did there are like this this movie is hard to watch in parts i i, I even for like extreme or just and like i said maybe it's just accumulation mm-hmm. after the sixth exposure to the tanks <laughs> like inside of whatever like you're just like okay and it is high but, depth but, right <laughs> yeah yeah things you, can do a, you can do a hair count on some of these men <laughs> but that's what i'm saying is and it, maybe that's part of why they need the visual flair why the movie turns into Fellini all of a sudden <laughs> occasionally, but it does. And I appreciate that, that for it. Cause that's, it just works. Yeah, no, I, I, I thought, I thought all the skits were pretty funny. There wasn't, there wasn't any like lag time. And in fact, before we record, I, I want to make sure I got all the spike Jones stuff. Correct. And one of the credits I saw was Jackass 4.5, which is not an unusual trend. Usually there's a lot of stuff that makes, that doesn't make the movie that they, end up re-releasing sure. and i will say there was i i do feel like there were some reused or not reused stuff but like stuff that didn't make it in previous jackasses that were in this film because right. there was a lot of back and forth of johnny knoxville with like jet black hair <laughs> and then like <laughs> you know silver fox right <laughs> johnny knoxville right, right and there was even one clip where they were doing the marching band on the treadmill oh my god which looked incredibly painful yeah. but bam margera was in that one and he yeah. didn't do have anything to do with the the, the right. newest one so it felt like they did reuse some of the stuff but like the stuff they did like that was a but gold. that treadmill one that's a perfect example because that shitty the the sh- shitty attempt at playing and marching was more disastrous (laughs) than the result of getting on the treadmill. And Mm -hmm. that's the thing about them is it was so pathetic. (laughs) But they did it with gusto, man. They did it. It was, there's a lot of, they have the Don Quixote spirit. um, And then there was one 
I mean, every time you watch a Jackass movie or a, or a skit, like you always kind of like put yourself in their shoes. Like, oh, I would totally never do that. And there's a lot <laughs> of stuff I would never do. Right. There, the one, there was two things in particular that was just a hell no. It was the silent mime challenge. Oh yeah, no. And they brought on. There was they were a, good at that though. Yeah. So they so they brought on uh, this one woman who was just fucking fearless, dude. Like she did absolutely everything. In fact, there was an article that I read about her and it was like her only stipulation was no butt stuff. <laughs> so she was Smart. like everything else, which is funny because the end of the first jackass, they shove a toy car, guy's ass and make him get an x-ray. <laughs> and the doctor, the doctor's like, what the hell is this? <laughs> um, I think that's how they end it actually. Um, or no, one of the ending ones, but the silent mime challenge was the one that really like, kind of like, I, I, I just thought to myself, how can you do this? So the first challenge was you had to lick a taser. Yep. And she did it like nothing. I don't yeah. understand how. No, she cabined in the woods did it with the wolf. Yeah. Because she was, yeah, that was amazing. I completely don't understand. But then the second the second challenge where you had to give a snake a kiss. Yep. That was, I couldn't do that. Like, nope. I, I I don't want to get my face near a snake. I don't want anything to do that. I And they had made that. There was like seven strikes for that yeah, one. Yeah, they were like, give him another kiss. And you're like, God, no. I don't, I don't want to do that. Yeah, no. But, um. I don't know, man. I thought I thought it was real refreshing to see them come back. I, I, I would love if you know. Obviously, I think I think there was like an article about Johnny Knoxville. Like, I, I think a doctor told him he can't go through any more concussions, <laughs> like physically, or else he's gonna start getting some serious. Or yeah, maybe he had some kind of brain damage. What did the article about? Two thousand three. I think I think actually what was think, that two thousand eight. I, well, I, I think I think there's one every several years. <laughs> yes, it, where his, his doctor's just like, God <laughs> damn it. Um, but I would love to see them like continuing jackass in some form or, or another like totally like they brought on the newcomers and it would be cool well, if i know you're pro newcomers but i thought that was i i there's no way you could transition to the energy they were bringing <laughs> no but you could still have them involved in some oh you can definitely have them involved but they are they they are dependent on the 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 mania that already got spun up when they got there <laughs> Yeah, imagine them trying to initiate anything is impossible to imagine. I don't know. I think once you see someone's penis and use as a ping pong paddle, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the camaraderie. That's true. The camaraderie will get brings it itself to the table. I think. I think Johnny Knoxville. It, it looked like you know you can transition yourself to kind of the evil carnival. You know, runner. Yeah. You can be the central figure. who gets abused less when once in a while, you know, just, it looked like, it felt like that's what that was happening here because yeah. he, he went for the most brutal thing. Like he's like, I'm just going to get it all out of the way once. Cause I'm busy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. And that was, by the way, that was I, just credit to the classics. The, the both, the bull strike, the, was, the bull strike and his, his, his two main stunts getting hit by the bull again, which I just, it looks so, Pain. Right, it looks so painful. But that's the thing about Jackass, and that's one of the things I appreciate is that I think that's what keeps it from being like fear factor to me. If anyone remembers what that used to be, but, yeah. But the is that that emotion, right? Because when that bull hit him, two things happened to me immediately. I was more invested in rooting for him not to be like he's the captain of their team, like right. wrecked without him. So not wrecked, but they're you know that's bad. That's a bad hit to take as a, as a team. So you want it to be okay, right? But also. It's the most glorious moment that only like a jackass feature film in HD can deliver you of how terrifying 
that situation can be mm-hmm. <laughs> right. That situation is scarier than 80% of horror movie scenes that like they write out in saw trap and diagram it. Like there's a bowl and some dirt, <laughs> it's like, like a thousand pounds, <laughs> but all of a sudden it's just all of nature's rage distilled into one, like impossible to stop motion. And, and nothing else shows you that like except no. grizzly man, which also won Oscars, but you, you don't want to go there. You so. don't want to go there. Right. And then the, the last sort of, you know, gag or, or, or stun or whatever that I thought was actually, I thought it actually looked beautiful. was the, the Icarus. Oh my <laughs> God. Can. I'm so glad you mentioned that. It's gorgeous. It's the thumbnail shot. They know how beautiful it is. It's also, it's also a really good call out to horror fans, right? Because mm-hmm. Icarus is one of the better, darker of the myth stories that you could, you know, his wings melt, you know, too close to the sun or whatever. But, but the, just the glorious way he emerges from the cannon. He even he even like made sure to like throw his arms out so the Hell wings yeah. are spread and it looks just so. That's what I mean. That's like the ethic, the pro ethic. He was like, he came out of that in exact. It's athletic, right? Yes. In exact body control of I'm I'm going through this pain, but the the price I'm gonna get back from nature is I'm going to take the pain and you're going to give me this amazing visual. Thank you for this transaction. I yeah, I I, I absolutely love this movie. I I wish I kind of wish I could watch it with the commentary like I did the first one. I think that'd be a really cool bookend. So maybe totally. maybe someday they'll do something like that, you they know, should. probably probably not, but if they did, you know, I'd I'd watch it. Again. Remember when they cranked the cannon up before the oh my God. and it was it was huge. It was a huge cannon. It wasn't like the cartoon ones where it's like, you know, three feet. Like when they tilted it up uh-huh. and you hear I think it was Chris Pontius or something like that, he's like, Oh, they're tilting it up. It towers all of them like it is a huge how amazing. tall do you think that cannon was i like 30 dude, i was feet, trying to cl- I, that's what i was trying to clock it i i think 30 feels right i think it's you know that was it's the size of the shark in jaws 3 yeah it is <laughs> right. absolutely right. humongous and i am terrified of height so the fact that he got absolutely shot and i think the first thing he said it was like the amount of air that went up his ass was like one of the more painful <laughs> one of the more painful things uh, it's just it's just a great way to end it just a beautiful visual for it that I, should be in the guggenheim all right so jagass forever high recommend highly recommend it it's on paramount plus um, if you if you're like me and you don't want another streaming service, you can get a five day trial. <laughs> I think I need. I think I actually need to cancel it tonight. I think. I think, I think tonight you. or tomorrow. And that's how they. That's how they get you. But they also on Paramount Plus they have Scream Five yes. and A Quiet Place Part Two. More importantly, they have all of not all. I keep saying it. I don't know. I need to look. But they have Reno Nine One One. Right? Aren't they the home of Beavis and Butthead? Because that's the most important. If they had Beavis and Butthead, I would love to watch some of that. I would absolutely love to watch some of that. But you can get a five-day free trial, so it's totally worth checking out. So, All right. Well, if you like this episode and you're a fan of Jackass, uh, consider giving us a five-star review. Or if you're listening to this on Facebook, drop a comment down below because then that'll help bump the algorithm gods. You know, and you got you to give them something. You got to give them, you know, hit, hit, hit like. You know, or yeah. or a little or a little comment there, depending if the app's finicky. In honor of Jackass, smash it, smash him. Oh yeah, in honor of Jackass, smash that button against, <laughs> smash it against no, your forehead. No, no, yeah. yes, yes, just like forehead. that. The place of punk rock, <laughs> puke on your phone, and then you know, make a lot of money, get on the cover of Rolling Stone or whatever. And until next time, stay scary, watch a bunch of horror movies. Talk to you guys next time. Okay.